Good day, planet Earth. Michael Litton, the last DJ, host of Ride the Bob. A shout out to the late, great Tom Petty for that uh, tagline. Saying what I want to say and playing what I want to play. From the DRS ATL studio right in Roswell, Georgia. My friend, proprietor of the studio and working the technology, Wahid Gomes. Wouldn't be a ride the vibe without Wahid. Super stoked to have Mike Colleen back on the show. Mike, welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Oh my gosh. It was Bob Dylan's birthday the last time we chatted. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Did you get the book? All the songs? I've still got a few more on the bookshelf I got to read before I get okay. to that one. <laughs> Because that one's huge. That's a big one, yeah. I'm reading a different one about him now. but uh, <laughs> He wanted to steal it. I brought it in last right. show. <laughs> so for your fans that might not be familiar with Rod the Vibe, but are growing exponentially, the way we're going to roll this show, because you were on, you know, not too long sure. ago, talking about six or seven songs. In this case, because you've got a new release, Star Crossed and Lucky, we are going to play the entire album, just a couple minutes of each of the songs, and then come back and talk about it. Perfect. You like that? I like I think, it. I think it's great. Yeah, because I'm thinking Ride the Vibe as a podcast is sort of like a audio uh, liner notes, right? Is what, what, how we're going to make it. And uh, for your fans that are familiar with the last show we did, we encourage everybody to sit back in a comfortable environment. Because again, it's a podcast. Listen to it wherever you want. And get a beverage of your choice. In the studio, we're featuring Drinkmate which is a very cool product, an innovative company out of Michigan. And they're the Carbonate Anything Drink Maker. So if you're looking for a way to get yourself all off of those uh, toxic sugar-sweetened beverages, get yourself a drink, mate. You can sparkle up anything you want, keep yourself healthy, use your filtered water, etc. And uh, we're excited about it. I've been a raving fan for now about three or four years. And then we have to give a shout out to our mutual friend, Jason Becknell with Radio Tucker, 365, 24-7, locally programmed, globally enjoyed. Gotta love it. Thanks, Jason. He's the reason uh, we got introduced to Mike. Good dude. Yeah, very cool Great dude. supporter and, uh, of local music. A, a great value proposition because he does. I mean, his primary or 99% of his focus is local artists. Or homegrown yeah. artists that have made it big, like the Brothers or R.E.M., etc. And he rebroadcasts all the Ride the Vibe shows in the Tuesday time slot, nine to ten. So he, you know, so even artists that are not local, he's gracious enough to to rebroadcast those shows. So we like that. So we are going to queue up Star Crossed and Lucky. Then we'll come back and take a short break, and then we'll just chat with Mike about all things that you would normally get. In liner notes, which <laughs> are extinct now. Do y'all know what those are? <laughs> you better you better Google that. <laughs> you don't. All right, well, he'd cue it up. See everything catch you, I think I 
You know I hate to see you sad I'd hate it more to miss what we once had I was on the rocks, speeding down the hill Now I'm alone as you can tell Is it too late to have a drink? If I could sit a while, maybe I could think I know everybody wants to have a song Baby, all I want is to get along Can we get along? Trying to see a shadow beam of oxygen Or a truth beyond the rising moon Can't have it come too soon is where you can find that digital, all digital release. And Mike has said of himself, he remembers the most meaning, meaningful song from every year of his life, hearing live music for the first time, 
the first song, first song he ever wrote what was playing each time I realized I was falling in love. Holy schmoly. It's always been there no matter what I've done or where I've been. Every time I try to fit music into something else, I realize I have it exactly backwards. Prophetic words. I said that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's scary. I, well, I'm the last DJ. I can make it up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> love that album. And we're going to come back and do our audio liner notes and have you talk all things about this great album. Okay. We're going to take just a short break to support our buddy Jason Becknell and Radio Tucker. We'll be right back, y'all. Hi there, it's Jason from Radio Tucker. We're the new station in town, but you don't have to live in Tucker to enjoy the music we play. We play a mix of music from the 60s to today's alternative indie and all country. We're local, so we love local music. We play lots of Georgia bands, and we'll even play your local band. Streaming 24-7 at RadioTucker.com or look for us on the TuneIn app or ask Alexa to play Radio Tucker. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed, we're Radio Tucker. 365, 24-7, locally programmed, globally enjoyed. Gotta love it. Thanks, Jason, for the intro to Mike. And Mike, you have got two gigs coming up. Talk about those. Well, Friday night this week, uh, which is September 30th, I'm playing... With the band at Eddie's Attic, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, the the album will be out by then. Yeah. Um, and uh, available everywhere, everywhere you stream music, you know, your iTunes or Apple or your Spotify or you name it, about 20 different streaming services. And uh, yeah, so that's Friday night, the 30th. And uh, there's a, a group uh, named Haraway Brothers um, who are fantastic. They're members of the band, The Sundogs. Okay. And they're opening the show. Ah, okay. And uh, it'll be fun and we're going to rock So out. they're going to open and yep. then your band, yep. the band that was on this album, and I want to talk yep. about all the cats yeah. that play with you, but then you'll be coming on. That's right. That's gotcha. right. Okay. Show so starts. Two, two uh, acts for- That's right. A show, show runs from, from say 9 to 11 on, yeah. on Friday the 30th. At Live Saturday. music. So, yeah. Get out and see some live music, y'all. Yeah. And get asked uh, if they have any Cathead. Absolutely. At the, at the Eddie's. Because Cathead's one of our other sponsors. We love them because they support live music. And then you're going to be at uh, Wire and Wood. I am. So I played that festival three years ago, I think it was, pre-COVID. Yeah. And uh, boy, they treat you good there. Yeah. Um, That's up in Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. They're really kind to the artists, make everyone feel like rock stars and yeah. all that. and. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, Friday, October seventh. Kind of an earlier show. I think it's a six thirty. Yep. Yeah, and that'll that'll be a kind of scaled down. So the guitarist and, and the band, a guy named Mark Evers, yep. uh, will be playing with me, and will be kind of more kind of acoustic renditions yeah. of the songs. So and that's to that. on the Market Street stage. Okay. Yep. I believe is yep. what I read in the bio. Yep. So two opportunities to see out live. Yeah. Once with the full band and once acoustically. Absolutely. And Mark, guitar, and then you got Johnny Daly, and you've got, uh, talk about Boxcar Radio and Bob Olson. Yeah, sure. Band, so band John members. John Daly was the producer and, okay. and engineer on the record. Okay. Um, and, you know, he's been playing and making music in Atlanta for, you know, a long time. He was yeah. in Michelle Malone's band for a while uh, and, and has played with a lot of people. Good yeah. guy. Really, really pushed um, the sound of the album a lot. You know, yeah. I was... He's the one that uh, had the tree fall on his house. Yeah, that's right. During during your uh, <laughs> during production of the album. Yep. Oh, yep. Man. And I'll tell you, if if a tree falls on a house while you're making a record, you do hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, Did you capture it? Is it woven in anywhere? It should be. There <laughs> is a be. dog barking on one of the songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe that's the but, dog uh, barking at the tree. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, John's a good guy. Mark Evers played guitar on the album. Jeff Hall uh, has the handle okay. Boxcar Radio okay. on his social. He's he he played bass on the album. I want to talk about that. I was, I was intrigued by that. Well, that's another guy. band that he's in okay. and a project he he works okay. with. And gotcha. Great great band. Yeah. Um, and then a guy named Don Olson yeah. uh, played drums. And, and there's a cast of characters. I mean, you'll, you know. Um, there's someone playing four, horn. Who's doing the horn? Yeah, there's, there's, there's four or five other, you know, people who kind of just sat in. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, a trumpet at one point, yeah. a saxophone or something. Right. And then there's some strings at one point. Yeah. There's some female backing vocals at one point. Yeah. All great, great players and musicians. Just that, folks that you know and yeah. like to support you and collaborate. Yeah, you know, and, and the band is kind of, the you know, set up with the rock and roll format. You know, it's two guitars, bass, and drums. But yeah. there's about three or four songs where we wanted to bring in something just to fill out the sound a little yeah. bit. So we had some people sitting with us. And I love it. it. Turned out great, I yeah. think. I'm Who was really, doing really happy sex? with it. Who's oh, doing, I knew you were going to ask me. I can't remember his name. Right, no worries. <laughs> that's Skelton. That's Sam Skelton. I don't what know. I don't, I don't know. No, that's all right. Wow. And then talk about the uh, title, Star-Crossed and Lucky. Are you feeling Star-Crossed and Lucky? It's a lyric in the first song. Yeah, right. So Which I liked because you didn't yeah. use the title of one of the songs as the title of the album, but one of the lyrics. Sure. From, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's just a lyric in the, in the song. And, and Mark, who, you know, my buddy who plays guitar, said, boy, that'd be a good, uh, you know, title for the album. And I said, oh, that's a fun idea, yeah. you know. And, um you know, we had already decided kind of making that one track one would be the, the way to do it. Yeah. And so it it felt, you know, like there was some, uh, you know, nothing, I, I, I try not to be too literal, but yeah. I'll say that, you know, there's some themes in the record that, right. that harken back to that song. And, you know, a lot of the, the record is written from the perspective of a, a narrator, mm -hmm. you know, kind of making his or her way through a relationship mm -hmm. and, and trying to, you know, just to you know, trying to, like we all do, trying yeah. to understand what's what's working, what's not. Um, and so that song perhaps captures that theme yeah. most closely. And so to pull a lyric from it, you know, just felt like a, a fine idea. So yeah. we did it. I like it. Yeah. Thank you, Mark, for that. That's right. <laughs> it worked. Did. And so we've talked a little bit about this on the uh, our past show, but flesh out a little bit more the decision to do an album or yeah. whatever we're calling them now. Sure. And then just do a digital release rather than the yeah. CD, et cetera. And then how you ordered the songs, the thought process on it that goes into that. Because there's an artistry we talked sure. about in the run-up to the show. Well, we were talking. I mean, I think we both feel the same way that the, the album is an important art form that needs to be preserved and Amen championed and celebrated. And, you know, and it is more than just a collection of songs, you right. know. And, you know, the, the best albums, you know there can be diversity of sound across an album, but there should be something of a theme to it. Yeah. You should leave with a certain kind of feeling, I think. And yeah. and so, yeah, you know, I, th I think I'll always try to make albums for that reason. I've done singles, I've done yeah. EPs, you know, I'm, you know, any any way to try to get the music out there, I'll do it. <laughs> but, um, but there's something tough. about an album. It's bloody tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I wanted this to be an album. I yeah. had a collection of a lot of songs and, you know, I, certainly if, I write a song that's I think one of the stronger ones. I'll I'll try to find a way to to get it on the record. But there are a lot of examples of songs that that are not on it just because it just felt like maybe didn't that was fit it. with the theme. Yeah, a little different mood mood or vibe or that yeah. sort of thing. And it, you know that felt important. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so yeah, and you know the track order. I mean, I you know maybe me and my 
mother care, you know, about it. But but I spend a lot of time trying to figure yeah. out what order the song should be in. And no, but that, I think there's an importance know. to that too, as a yeah. listener. Yeah. You can appreciate that as yeah. opposed to it's just haphazard or it's, and I think you do that in a live show too, don't you? With the pacing, you know, it's not all slow songs, not all fast songs. There's a mix, come back from break. You know, there, there's an art to that. Well, I, I think that, you know, some of the best shows any of us have seen you know, if you look back and think about it, it was that you were being kind of pulled along on this journey mm -hmm. of of emotion and yeah. and that sort of thing. So I think that's what you're what you're trying to do. Is it you know it should be on the one hand, she should be perhaps thematic and that mm -hmm. it makes sense together and fits together as a puzzle. But all those puzzle pieces don't have to be the same shape, and, and there can mm -hmm. be some you know diversity along the way. And yeah. so um, you know, hopefully, there's some of that on the record. I love it. Love it. Wow. And then the Haraway Brothers. Talk about them a little bit. Opening. Well, they're, they're, they're members of the band, the Sundogs. The okay. Sundogs, you got to check them out. They're okay. fantastic. Gotcha. Um, you know what they do, Michael, is they do a Tom Petty tribute night. Oh, no way. And it's awesome. The Haraway Brothers or the Sundogs? The Sundogs do, yeah. Uh, and they, had, they, they call it, you know, Tom Petty tribute or something yeah. like that. But you got to yeah. check it out. They're wow. fantastic. I, um, so Haraway Brothers literally are members. brothers. Yes. But then members of the bigger Sundogs. That's right. And they're doing a kind of... Uh, a stripped down version of what, of what some at Eddie's do. attic. Yep. Mm -hmm. Two of them. Bass and guitar. Two, two guitars. Yeah. Two guitars. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, um, cats out of Atlanta and around the music scene here. Yeah. When I'm, when I moved to Decatur and the, you know, early to middle aughts, I, for a second had a job writing for a uh, pace magazine, mm. um, just as a kind of freelancer. And yeah. one of the first records they gave me was one of theirs to review. Yeah. To review. Wow. And I thought it was fantastic. Ah. And, um, so, uh, yeah, I've been a fan of theirs. Gave, since. It, a, gave it a great review and became Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. Bad review, probably not friends. No. I, and you, know, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm, we don't really even know each other that well. Ah, um, we have a common connection. Yeah. Um, who, you know, saying, who should I get to play the show? And, yeah. and she helps them with some management and said, oh, they'd be great. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm a fan, so that's perfect. Yeah. So, you know, don't, don't show me up. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it'll be a fun night. You know, yeah. it's always fun to play Eddie's, and it's just such a good sounding room. Yeah, and, you know, what do they hold there? Hundred seventy five. Okay. Yeah. So nice, intimate. Yeah. Environment. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, it. It. it you know, if you've never been to Eddie's, it's. You know, it's a. It's famous in a lot of ways right, because right. John Mayer came through there. Yeah. Ingo Girls and lots of other bands had their starts there. Starts. Yeah. Um, and uh, same owner or different? Is it more? It's the been the same owner for the last six or seven years okay. um but there's been several um because it goes back i mean it's like, oh yeah early 90s i was gonna say yeah and, and that was years. eddie of uh eddie owen of okay. eddie's attic the uh -huh. name is there but now he's uh running the red clay theater in duluth oh um, which is a great venue as well so sold eddie's attic and opened up yep. this red clay, what red clay roof yeah and then uh wire and wood outside yes and lots of bands. and Yeah, that's going to be a great festival. And that um, festival just, I mean, it's exploded. Yes. In popularity. So that's really cool to yeah. check out. And it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, you know, one thing that's kind of fun is playing different kinds of shows. Right. And those will be two very different, you yeah. know, experiences. Yeah. Different cities, different, you know, kind of uh, way we'll be presenting the songs. Right. And, 
inside, outside, you know, a festival, you're thinking about people are partying, you know, yeah. Eddie's is kind of a listening room, as right, they call it. Right. So it'll be fun to get to, to do both. flex the muscles a couple different ways, yeah. I guess. So you're doing, seems like it'd be the reverse. I know, isn't that funny? <laughs> that you'd be doing the band <laughs> I, 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 I Warren Wood and you'd be doing the acoustic at Eddie's. <laughs> I, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't disagree. They, uh, <laughs> They they wanted me on the acoustic stage, so that's where I'm playing. Ah, at, so okay. Who's Wood, headline? Yeah. I haven't seen the oh, lineup. You know, gosh, even? I forget. I saw it because they get some pretty significant. Oh, I should prepare for this conversation. No, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> you can say whatever you want to. Well, I'll say I'm headlining just, then. Just make it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom Petty's headlining. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh no, wait. Sundogs are headlining. <laughs> and then talk about uh, Robin Vincent. He's a new cat. It's I read uh, somewhere that you're welcoming into the band. Yep, and, and he will be at she Eddie's, or she. Ah, yep, okay. Yep, we'll be at Eddie's playing bass, and ah. um, you know, uh, Jeff's a, a, a great friend, but we have uh, a, a little bit of a new lineup, and so yeah. so Robin is is playing bass and singing, and yeah, uh, our our uh, first show together. So I'm really excited about that. And is we've been, Eddie's? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. This just kind of evolved over the last uh, month or so, and yeah. so we've been we've been working really hard to try to to be ready. It's you know, if you're a drummer, you can kind of fake your way through a song. A bass player has the hardest job, yeah. right? Because right. you're playing multiple notes for every chord that's played, and yeah. you got to really know it. And then you're trying to sing on top of it. So she has a tough, tough, tough job. Yeah, uh, but she's doing great, and yeah. uh, really excited to wow. share the stage with it. Now, where did how did that relationship develop? Or yeah, Robin is... has played with. Uh, Mark, the guitar player before. Ah, okay. So it came through that connection. Yeah. Wow, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Very cool. Then, um, so why all digital sure. versus uh, actual CD just because no one's got CD players anymore, I guess? Or? Yeah, it's a few <laughs> things. You know, the, the, well, when, so my last, and I've done some singles and a couple EPs over the yeah. last few years, but the last full length, record I did was called Ghost okay. um, in 2019. Yeah. And that had vinyl, that had yeah. CDs, that had everything. And, um, you know, I still got a few of those on yeah, hand. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I don't know. Some, it's, like, it was, it's like half strategy, half laziness. Right. I, you know, I, it's, there's just not a lot of CDs getting played. No, I right. might produce a, a vinyl just yeah. to commemorate yeah. the album and have something I can... Take it up to Mojo and Roswell. Exactly. Do you know Mojo? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Rand Cavass up there. Absolutely. You know, so I might get around to that. But for now, it's just a digital release. Right. You know, I mean, I know how many hard copies I sold to the last one yeah. versus how many streams I've gotten. Right. And it's just... It's not... The, market the ROI wants this, isn't there, yeah, is it? yeah. yeah. It's everybody wants to stream it. And and listen, right. that's that's what I'm doing too, right, you right. know? And so I can't can't be too mad at it. But uh, <laughs> you know, anyway, so I just figured, you know, yeah. start with this. Right. And uh, you know, it's the way most people listen to music anyway. Right. I, and I think I will probably get around to producing even just a real small run of vinyls yeah. and, and sell them to the next show or something. But for now, yeah, it's just a digital release and it's really just a practical decision about how people yeah, consume listen. music these days. So that that begs the question though, Ben, when when everybody's streaming, how do how are we as listeners to find out the back story? Or does nobody sure. care anymore that, you know, it's it's Mark Evers playing guitar on this and sure. it's boxcar radio and sure. you know, I mean, maybe they don't maybe no one cares. I think cares. they care for some artists. I'm not sure how much people care about this record, but um uh, you know, and they and they still make CDs for the right. for the in the big leagues and right, all that kind right. of thing. But uh, 
Right. But even in the big leagues, it's, I mean, you know, they're, no, they're, that, they're getting more streams than they no, are right. selling exactly. physical copies. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could get hippie on you and say it's streaming's great because it's like music isn't meant to be owned or yeah. something like right, that. Right. It's meant to be <laughs> right. shared. Right, right, of right. Of course, yeah. Apple's making plenty of money yeah, off of right, it. But right. um, uh, I, I just know. wonder about, you know, so we talk, I mean, it's kind of, I'm sort of arguing against myself, I guess, but, you know, talking about the structure you put into it and the thought process, et cetera. Yeah. But then for the musicologists, yeah. we, you know, we don't know where it was recorded. Right. We don't know any, you know, that, what, what I, you know, loved when you could open up a, yeah. a liner note and read about it and kind of keep it and it's dog-eared and, yeah. But you just don't get any of that anymore. Well, I, you know, I have a friend who's a few years older than me, and he he talks about how, you know, it used to be you got a record, and then maybe it was like one or two pictures of the band in there, and you like studied it. And yeah. You, and it's the only time you ever saw them, and there weren't even really music videos yet. No. And then when they came to town, it was like they were bigger than God because yeah. you're like singing in the flesh. Yeah. And, you know, whereas now everybody has social media posts where they're just talking to you, and, think, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's, I guess democratized, yeah. you know, some of this, which is good, but also it's it just feels a little less like rock stars, you know. Yeah. There's some people are so much more touchable and reachable than the old days when, like, wait, there's really a Jimmy Page walking yeah. this earth. Yeah. I thought it was just a picture. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you know? Nathan East on that album and that album. Right. Talk about bass player. Yeah, exactly. Or Clapton for me was it was always what's he going to look like? Right. You know, he's morphed into he's the beard, the long hair, the short hair. Yeah. You know, I mean, he had so many looks. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess maybe, you know, people just, because they're all, it's, as one of the guests just recently said, it's a microwave world, right? Everything, you know, at such a fast pace. Maybe people just don't care who the players are. They just like the music and that's, but I guess if you dug, you really wouldn't have a place to find it, would you? Unless the artist had a website or. Yeah, you'd have to put it on a website or if, I mean, if it's a digital on a lease, I mean. You know, some of these streaming platforms, when you upload your music, they give you a chance to put in oh, some of do. that. And, okay. And it can, it, you know, you can maybe get See it. See a little bit. Yeah. But but you're right. It's not the same. I mean, you know. And I'm I'm like you. I want to know all those things. I mean, well, maybe, the books maybe I read most are, people don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about the last show when it was Dylan's birthday. You know, I got this 500-page yeah. tomb that's all Dylan's songs yeah. and the authors went through and give you the instruments, the tuning, the studio. I mean, it was, it's fascinating, Yeah, but maybe you and I are an not anomaly. Every, not everyone invented and hosts a music We're, podcast. So you might be, a, you might be an pretty far on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Everybody else is just going, nah, no, nah, just play it. And we're that's on right. to the next song. We don't care. That's right. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, uh, We'll talk about, if you want to, just talk about the songs kind of in order of, sure. the, of the album. Sure. Team up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Hey You is, opens the, you know, the record. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, like we discussed, I, I do take it seriously. What order the, yeah. and obviously the first track is a pretty important one. Yeah, and, right. you know, and, and, you know, I mean, even, you know, even uh, there's studies at newspapers, people just read the headlines right. or just look at the picture or maybe read the first sentence, you know. So, you know, it's designed to try to get people's interest in the record. I'm proud right. of the song. Um, you know, it's 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 not as, you know, upbeat as a lot of track ones you'll find, yeah. you know. And but but I, you know, I like it. And then um yeah, it's time for California to come home. That that's the second track. It's um it's got the horns on it, you know, it's yeah. it's kind of more of a poppy, kind of accessible yeah. song. Um 
Amber Humphreys of uh, Ghost Stories is uh, singing the the female ah, harmony that. on that, and uh, she's a great friend, a great singer. Um, and talk about a little time for California to come home. The the backstory on that. Sure. What, I mean, it it just felt like a you know, it's like everybody's kind of writing the same song. So how do you say it a little differently? Yeah. You know, and um, I actually when I first wrote that song, I I was you know, pleased with it. And then I, sometimes what I do is I just, I'll just write and hit record on the iPhone and, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of humming and, you know, and I listened to it the next day. Um, and I was like, oh man, that sounds like uh, Angel from Montgomery by John Prine. <laughs> God dang it. You know, so, but sometimes you just have to change like one or two important <laughs> chords or melodies or yeah. something. And, and yeah. I don't think it sounds like that anymore no, at all. Right, right. Um, but, you know, um, that's that's one of again the more accessible songs yeah. and, and it's just it's just supposed to be a you phrase. released that as a single that's right a while back. that's right yeah. yep it's it's just a phrase that is yeah. supposed to carry the help carry the meaning of the song which yeah. is just basically someone misses somebody and, right and wants to leave with them not wait for them to get back you know and that sort of thing and so yeah, um, yeah I mean you know I, I, you want to go through every single one yeah or? if you want oh. yeah hey this is your show well you can do it however you want I'll just pick a, how about this I'll pick just a couple <laughs> more. okay that's um, good. Um, much bigger words is just a you know a, a love story. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, my my son has a uh, has a Buzz Lightyear doll, and you you pull the string, and it says, "Fear is not in my vocabulary." <laughs> and uh, not your fourteen year old. No, I'm not the one that's plugged into his headset. <laughs> no, no, my five year old. Oh, the five year old. Yeah, who was three at the time. Ah, uh, and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I just, I, I thought that was interesting. And so yeah. there's a lyric about pride's not in her vocabulary. She uses bigger <laughs> words, you know. Um, so that's where that, that kind of started with just a buzz light ear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So inspiration comes from anywhere. That's right. I love it. That's right. <laughs> Even the little, not Teddy Repskin, but that's right. <laughs> a kinder, gentler. Yep. Slightly more space age. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what else? I don't know. Um, I'm very pleased with to see you sad. It's yeah. a, it's a, you know, it, it's a, the the title gives it away. It's a, you know, it's a sad song, and mm-hmm. um, you know, but there's a there's a nice um, string part that was added that mm-hmm. I I really uh, am grateful for. Who did the for, strings? Oh, what? don't ask me okay. people's names. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Who was that horn player again? You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's a funny thing because you know. I've had a lot of success not being there when something is laid down in the oh, studio. Oh, interesting. You really? know, it's like, I'll do my part and I'll just be like, okay, you guys come up with something. And it's risky because wow. that person might be there and you might not like what you yeah. get. And then it's you expensive call them back to call or, them back. Right. And, and then wow. people are mad at you. But I've had a lot of success. It, it started actually at a necessity. <laughs> like a decade ago, I did a record and um, the producer would only work during the week. And yeah. I had... A job, yeah, and so you know, I can only take off so many days. So I'd go do my stuff, and and then just have a conversation about the kind of thing I was looking for, and then and people the would come in, bring the players in, yeah, the cats, in. yeah. I mean, I've done it every every way wow. possible, but but sometimes you get something that's kind you, of surprising. Never, yeah, that's something you never think of, you know, right, right. And uh, so yeah, that's that's one reason why I I, I don't necessarily know all yeah, the names sure. because I wasn't always there yeah. for it. You know, yeah. they were just laying tracks over, right? Uh, what I had done. So Johnny was bringing them in, people that he knew, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that he because he had worked with you so closely. Yeah, he knew what feel or what person would deliver. That's what exactly you were right. Interested. Yeah, and wow. sometimes we disagreed about things. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was um, 
I'm thrilled with the album. Yeah. And, you know, it, but it was a little bumpy road sometimes getting wow. to it just because, um, you know, I mean, the good news is that everybody who played on the record and John who produced it were so invested in it. Uh, and, I, and I think that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. It also means that people had strong opinions about things. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, Because they were invested. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then that, that can cause difference of opinions right. and, right. you know, creative tension. I mean, no one yelled at each other or anything like that. But, but you know, yeah. there's always, you know, someone always gets it, their feelings uh, They were invested because of their relationship with you. They love the music, combination. I think they're just good people who care and, yeah. and, and don't want to be part of something if they're not giving it their all. Right, right. And uh, So the consummate professional. Yeah, I think that's they're right. They're going to do something schlocky just to punch the clock. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and no, and no one really made much money off it. I mean, you know, people, I'd cover their time. Yeah. But, I mean. They're doing it because they love music. They were music. doing it because they love music. Because and, and, not, they're not yeah. making money. Right, yeah. right. And then they don't make any money, I'm assuming, on the streams. Well, no one pay, really makes money on the yeah, streams, streams, frankly. Right. I mean, no, I, right. I've gotten some checks that should be framed. Yeah. They're so small, they're you know. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, you know. And I, thank you, Mike Mills, for calling out the Spotify CEO, Daniel Ilk. Yeah. In the article where he said, F you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Telling us if we want to make more money, we got to produce more product. Right. No, we're not like, doing widgets here right exactly <laughs> it's a little more to it than that's right <laughs> just going oh okay i think i'll do another song today so i can yeah. make more money yeah yeah mm -mm. wow crazy business well you had that's a high compliment i think to you that you had that trust i mean i guess some artists would be you know and are so controlling they would never contemplate you know not being there to Say, no, I want it like this. Or it's I want a balance, it like you know, such a balance. I mean, I, you know, my, my job is at a marketing agency yeah. and how many times, you know, has someone who's a designer come up with something on a project I'm working on? I never would have thought of what they do yeah. and then they do it and it's great. Yeah. And that's exactly why they're there. They're there to do the things that they know to do that yeah. you'd never think of. And so, right. you know, I've tried, again, I'm not, I'm not as smart as I'm making it sound. Sometimes I just couldn't get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, with two kids and a day job. Sure, sure. So, you know, oh. some, some of it was, was intentional. Yeah. Some of it was just, that's, right. you know, right. life happens when you're making other plans, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, but yeah, so in some cases I wouldn't be there for things. And yeah. They'd work on things without me and, and they'd be amazing. I can't yeah. over one time. Whereas if you maybe had been there and then exercised some control, right. it wouldn't have been, uh, and maybe... Or would they have taken as many risks yeah. or, you know, all those kind of things. And that's probably a lot of why I would think they were so invested in the project because they could yeah. unleash their creativity yeah. without being so, you know, narrowly confined. Yeah, micromanaged and all that. Play yeah. this note like this. Exactly. Kind of and also, oh. they're just, I mean, they're better than I am. That's the other part of it is, ah, it's, yeah. is you know, I mean... Yeah. I've never produced a record. I'm, yeah. you know, I can't play drums. I'm not yeah. as good a guitar player as Mark, you yeah. know, or as, as, you know, Jeff on the record on yeah. bass. And so, you know, some of it is that, you know, I went over there one day and I like, listen to this. They had added like, Mark and John had added like five guitars to a song. I was like, oh, wow, that's really different. Yeah. Where's my guitar? Oh, we took it out. Oh, <laughs> got it. Because we didn't think it was that So I wrote good. the whole song around that part <laughs> that you took out. Yeah. But that's the way it goes. And, and, then, and, and then you have and, to listen to it for a while to get used to it. And then and did you really, you, so you checked your ego at the door, as Quincy Jones said, sure. when they did the We, we Are the World. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. then, And wow. it turned out better. It just Neat. did. 
And speaking of your uh, day job, they did the album cover. Yeah. So, Talk a little bit about well, that. Well, I've gotten so much support from the company I work for. Well, and give a shout out to it, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I work at a company called Lens, uh, marketing agency indicator. Yeah. And um, so for you all that are looking for advertising, website design, what else you got, y'all do? Oh, boy, we got a great team. They do social media, public relations, event planning, you name it. So, so. if you're a musician, you're looking for someone to juice your, uh, you know, attendance or do an album cover for you? Sure. So who was the person at the agency that... Yeah, so uh, did they a great album? friend of mine, um, John Lenz. Ah. Um, so Richard Lenz started the company and John yeah. uh, joined him right after. Been there for 30 years. And yeah. so I, tur I turned to John and uh, asked him just if he would... Do some art for me. All I really had was uh, the 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 album title and a very yeah. loose concept, and he he took it from there, and I, I I'm it. really happy with it. Yeah, so. too cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. Very nice. Well, what else would you like to share with our audience as it relates to? Yeah, give I guess shout out to anybody or. Well, you know this 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 record. I I, I do think. You know, um, if you've listened to my music, I think you'll I think you'll like this record. I'm very yeah. proud of it. Worked very hard on it. Um, it uh, it probably will be it will be out by the time this is heard. Yeah. Um, the release date uh, is September 27th. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, so so by the time you hear this, I think you'll be able to access it, and I mm -hmm. hope you will. Um, it's yeah. called Star Crossed and Lucky. Yeah. And it's everywhere you stream music, you can find it. So. And then if they go to your website, yeah. what will they? What will they find there as it relates to the album? Will they yeah. be able to buy music there? Or are you doing it that I'll way? I'll just no? link people up with um, the, all the distribution okay. platforms from there. Okay. You know, but you can get show dates and bio information yeah. and all that stuff. And from there, reminds me, I probably should get that updated for tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, you are in the business. Maybe you want to contact this company called Lens. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> What's it called? Is it cobbler syndrome or you don't have shoes or whatever busman's holiday yeah, you exactly. want to drive a bus exactly <laughs> you don't want to take a bus on your that's on right. your vacation because you're driving right. a bus <laughs> that's awesome very very cool <laughs> so are you going to i don't want to um steal the thunder of the show at eddie's attic but are when you say it's an album release yep event Yep. Are you going to play the album? Yes, we're going to play. Okay. We're going to play the album in full. Yeah, and then play some older songs, like, you know, you. at the end, just yeah. to kind of. You're going to do it in the order of the album. Have you or have you even thought that far? inspired by, but not not song for song? Okay, some of that's just yeah. Don't change guitars four times if you can change them one yeah, kind of thing. Right. Some of oh, it's just practical. The, yeah, the practical, practical reasons. Yes, to, you know. <laughs> But we'll play the first song first. And okay. <laughs> and then from there, who knows? Anything goes. I'll just be calling out songs as I start, like Chuck Berry. Just... Yeah, I love it. Well, now, on the show Wire and Wood, it's yep. just you and you said Mark. Yep. So your guitarist. So are you still going to be featuring the album or are you going to yeah, change it Yeah, we'll play as many of the, of, of the new songs as... as well, there'll be a bias for playing the new songs. Right. You know, that's right. kind of what you do. But Why wouldn't you? But it's, you know... But the, we'll, we'll play some other ones as yeah. well. You know? what's, uh, what's the length of that gig, Mike? 45 minutes, I think. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very should, nice. Should be we'll good. Hope for positive weather. Yeah, I know. That's the key. <laughs> yeah, I... Three years ago, did you have good weather? When oh, you it was did it? perfect. I mean, yeah. it was it was one of my favorite experiences wow. on the show I've ever had. They were so just cool. The, just the way they treated you and yeah, then the audience was so good. Treated treated us well. The audience was great. Yeah. You can't control the weather, but it happened to be perfect that day, yeah. you know. And You and um, your band or you were doing it? 
Yeah, it was me and the band at the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this is probably uh, is kind of like, you know, naming your favorite child, but you prefer working with a band solo or a little bit They're of both? They're just so different. different. I mean, it's what a, what a, what a cop-out answer to say both, but yeah. I mean, you know. No, it isn't. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I think there's a reason why Neil Young goes back and forth because right. they're just different experiences. Right. And, right. you know, when you play by yourself, <laughs> you can decide what song to play right in the moment right. based on the mood that you're in or what you're getting from the vibes of the show. with a band, you know, you, so much. You, yeah, you're generally, you've got a set list and you got to yeah. stick to it because that's what you practice as a right. band. Right, You know, at a, Especially at a, when you have a new bass player, you sure. want to throw Robin into the, exactly. hey, Robin, we're going to do this. Whoa, what? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I you know I like them both. I this this you know band I've I've played with for the last couple years. Yeah. You know I I played in bands years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. In the last before this, the last like really eight or ten years, I was putting together a show if I wanted to have full accompaniment, if I wanted guitars, bass, and drums, and it'd be like rush and get ready for that show, and it'd be a, maybe a different drummer each time, and mm-hmm. it's just no way to live because yeah. you're stressed. You always feel like you're one practice away from being ready. Yeah. So what's been great about this this crew is that, you know, it's just a it's, you a, have real, a, comfort it's, a, it's, with them. it's a real band, you yeah, know. Yeah, right. So. I love it. Well, we're are almost out of time. It's yep. flown by a great album, Star Crossed and Lucky. Uh Randy Bachman's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, how about that? Any thoughts on on the the maestro from the Guess Who or Bachman Turner Overdrive? I I the Canadian, the, the you brought up Neil Young. A lot of so. great music from Canada, that's for yeah, sure. It's interesting, isn't it? It's really remarkable. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of the band. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. What, and what for is those it? of you that don't remember, Mike actually was staying at Big Pink. True story. Yeah. Still still got to pinch me. I, I was I, pretty I know. And I was just blown away when you told me that. Yeah. That was so you were fun. there two nights? Three nights. Three actually. nights. Yeah. It was and remarkable. actually sat down at the uh, typewriter. Sure did. It was amazing. Wrote a song there, too. Not, not on the record, I, I but, on the, say, but on the next one. Not on the typewriter? Or, or, oh yeah, well they. I don't think it's the typewriter, yeah. but but there's. <laughs> so but you actually could use everyone's it. suspending disbelief if they walk in there. You know, yeah. there's a typewriter in the right place, and right, you, right. you're you oh, don't yeah, need the best Dylan's imagination to yeah. go from there. <laughs> but did you actually type on it? Yeah, sure did. And sure type did. the and you do you can sit where he would show up every day and sat and look wow. out the window and yeah because that's, that's where the typewriter is yes. sitting as I have looked at the picture. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Too cool. Pretty so cool. one of the. Uh, unbelievable highlights of of your musical life, if you will. You know, it, you ha- always have to put like something with family in its own category because yes, yes, you can't yes, 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 you can't yes, compare. Or at least no. if you if you do, don't do, do yeah. so publicly on a radio show. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. It was a lot better to <laughs> but, get married, but uh, <laughs> or the birth of my two kids. <laughs> right. So putting that aside, it's it, it seriously is like the most magical yeah thing I've ever experienced. I and felt like I was walking with ghosts. You did literally. I really did. It it it, it, it was. So inspiring. Transformative. It was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really. And that's not hyperbole. That's. No, it's just, it's just, you just, you, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's kind of mecca to me, you yeah. know? I mean, right. I think some of the greatest songs ever written there and the magic of. Well, you're a Dylan fan. And, you're a band fan. Yeah. I mean, how, what, uh, please. Yeah. I can't get any better. Wow. But uh, I did not know it was Mr. Bachman's birthday tomorrow. Wow. So you, you're I'm obviously a, I'm a big fan. I'm just a wealth of lots of yeah. worthless trivia. <laughs> I'll take the day off of work. I celebrate. <laughs> I'm going to check out the Sundogs. And y'all, if you don't know uh, Randy Bachman's work, guess who's some of my favorite stuff? Awesome. Share the Land. You know, American Woman written about uh, the Vietnam War. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. So, at any rate. 
We'll look forward to the next project that uh, will have a song on it written at I think I have Big to. Pink. I've got to. You got to do it. Yeah, I will. Gotta, I and mean, you got to get that book. You yes, gotta, I all, do. You got to get all the songs. Yes. <laughs> Mike, it's been a gas. MikeKilleen.com is where you can find the website. Check him out at Eddie's Attic this Friday, the 30th, 9 p.m. Going to be uh, Haraway Brothers opening up. And then Mike and his band playing stuff off of Star-Crossed and Lucky. And then Wire and Wood Festival, October 7th. That's a Friday, 6.30 in Alpharetta, Georgia. And Mike and Mark Evers are going to be on the Market Street stage, y'all. So two opportunities to check out live music. And as Mike has mentioned, Neil Young, Neil Young said very succinctly, live music is back. <laughs> We're out of here. Never hears my thanks to every place my song